Hey, babe, will you bring me the charger? And a box. Hey guys, welcome back to the No Holds Barred Network with another episode of Under the Ropes. I'm your host as always, the queen of the indies, Tiffany. And today I'm actually really excited because we've been trying to do this for a little bit. I brought on my good friend, Cole Radrick. What's going on? Hey, how we doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so glad that you came on here finally. We get to chat. I love I know, it. I know, I know. We took a little bit. I apologize. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I'm glad you're here. I've been wanting to get you onto the podcast for a while, actually, which is, which is great. So, so much to talk about because you've been Mr. Busy. I feel like you're all over the place. <laughs> I'm trying to be, honestly. It's weird at being really, really, really busy. And yeah. Girl, no. I adjust to that. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, guys, if you're new here to the channel on the No Holds Bar Network here on the series of Under Ropes here, I interview everything independent wrestling, whether it's wrestlers, referees, promoters, anything behind the scenes, I got you covered. If you guys have any questions for Cole, I'm sure he'll be more than happy to answer anything. So please drop them in the chat. Uh, I already see a question for you in the chat. Uh, but before that, guys, make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff as well. So our boy Conrad from Everything Pro Wrestling, go check his, check him out as well. He wants to know whose jersey are you rocking? Andrew Luck, number 12, Colts. You know, uh, played for only, I think, six seasons. Left with over 4,500 passing yards in his final season. So always got to rep the OG Andrew Luck. You know, maybe he'll come back one day. Until then, we got Carson Wentz. Awesome. Yeah, he kind of guessed that it was luck, too. So how awesome is that? <laughs> awesome. Okay, so I'd like to start off with my interviews. Uh, you know, for the fans that might not know you, I'd love to know, like, how did you get into professional wrestling? So I got into professional. The first memory I ever have of wrestling in my the older brother and sister room, and, you know, they had Rollers War is on the TV. And my mom came and grabbed me out of the room because that was too violent for me at a young, at such a young age. And instead, we just went to her bedroom and we watched Celebrity Deathmatch. Uh, for some reason, that added up to her that that was, you know, more suitable for a young child than wrestling. But that's fair. Um, then, honestly, like, I remember my dad had like a party at our house, not like an adult party, but just like a get together. And he wanted to keep me busy, so uh, he ended up putting up like the Undertaker had like a D DVD in 2004 oh, wow. playing on DirecTV pay-per-view and he literally just bought it and I just sat down and watched it and I became obsessed through then. Um, like WrestleMania 21 had just happened right around that point, so I had watched all of that. Uh, Got really big into Rey Mysterio, and I took off from there. Wow. Man, wrestling death. Oh, my God. Like, you just, like, brought me back. Whatever happened to that show? <laughs> I know. 
right? All right, like whatever happened, they should like resurrect that. I wouldn't mind watching. I thought Celebrity Deathmatch was having a comeback. Did, that was a yeah, I thought it was coming back too. That I remember. That was fun. That was definitely a fun show. Oh wow, that's so crazy. Oh, uh, so, do you remember like your first independent show that you got to watch? Yeah. So. um the thing is, is I think I may have been younger mm-hmm. than that when that initially happened because my dad took me to an independent show, or maybe it was right around the same age. It took me to an independent show in my hometown, and there's actually like footage because they filmed it for the local TV station. And I sat in the front row and I watched uh, wrestlers like Mike Dewey's and Tiny Tim, and, the, and the, not the original one, but like the Patriot and all those people and. Like, I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like, watching wrestling in real time is, like, really dope. I had, like, these little pieces of paper that said, we want tables and whatnot. And it's, like, a very tiny promotion. So, obviously, they're not going to have tables. They had, like, cookie sheets and stuff like that. Um, but, like, that was the first time I ever went and saw an independent show. And I think I went again when, like, fourth or fifth grade. And Oh, wow started really trying to dive deep into the, the scene that's so awesome mouse is in the chat shout out to he goes why this guy <laughs> i hate robert <laughs> you know i was gonna wait till later um but you know what we're gonna bring this up now since he's in the chat i, I love it I love, I love him so much so i love the fact of when you guys are doing your road trips and the road donuts and all this, this all like started a while ago. So now I have an accident. Anybody that gets in the car with the road donuts. So let's, first of all, let's go with this. What is your favorite flavor of road donuts when you're traveling with mouse? Me and mouse always only get powdered sugar. <laughs> That's the choice. There is none. It's like, there is no other choice. To just... so I, I'm a weirdo. Like, I'm very, very, very peculiar when it comes to food. So, like, if he got chocolate-covered donuts, I probably wouldn't eat them. The powdered sugar ones are the best. Really? Really? Okay. Okay. I like the powdered ones, too. I like them, too. <laughs> but I love seeing, like, the photos. I think it always cracks me up. Again, you guys are traveling. When you guys come to Jersey and you go to, like, JCW or you're going off to the H2O building, like, I love seeing the photos that you guys are all, like, taking with Billy and him. And it's like, oh, God, this guy's driving. Like, this actually makes me smile and laugh to watch you guys actually do I'm this. the best driver in the car. Miles doesn't want to admit it. Miles is better when it comes to, like, duration of time. And I will not argue with that. Mm-hmm. That man will, I'll be like, hey, man, wake me up in two hours and I'll drive the rest of the six. And he'll wake me up in four hours. I only have to drive two. He's pretty cool like that. But where I succeed is, is when he gives me two hours, I get it done in an hour and 40 minutes. Right. You know, <laughs> I get it done. He, he gets the traveling done, but I get the driving done. You know what I mean? Damn. <laughs> When we're, when we're running behind, who do you think they put behind the wheel? Obvious. Obvious. <laughs> so who's the worst driver of everybody when you're getting in the car you do with these road trips? I, I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to leave that one alone. Okay. House will know probably who I'm talking about. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Damn, I was going to say. There's been, a couple, there's been a couple where me and Mouse are both were like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> 
hey, I think me and him both can get this. I know me and him are both sleep deprived, but I think it's a little bit. <laughs> okay, so since we're talking road trip, give me one of your best road trip stories. There's got to be something funny that's happened or something that, you know, that just sticks out in your brain. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not ugh, it's not funny, I guess. I mean, it is. But it's really weird sometimes to be on a road trip and you wake up and it's like 3.30 in the morning and all you see is Robert rocking out behind the wheels like the Jeff Hardy theme song. Over and over and over, he's just shaking, and you're like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "What's up, brother? We're doing it. What are we doing?" <laughs> like, okay, man, I get it. Like, all right, you're awake. You're awake. Um, there's always like just funny conversations that happen. Um, honestly, thing in uh, New York was uh. Me singing New York to Robert was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Because some of those drives are long that you guys do. Like, like what has been, like, the longest that you guys been in the car driving? Texas. How many hours? Look, Robert's the time guy to show up whenever he's going to show up. I think it was, like, 16. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a lot. So, if it was if it was fourteen from his house, it's sixteen from me because I had to drive two hours to get to work. Right. But I think it was like sixteen. And then what sucked about I mean I love Texas. Cannot wait to go back there later this month. Uh, legit love Texas. But what sucked about Texas was driving back up. And we left the show at like I don't know nine thirty maybe sooner, maybe even like eight. Mm-hmm. And we got something to eat. Like we got like fast food on the way. And by the time the sun came up the next morning, we had still didn't get out of tech. Wow. And we had drove the whole way. And like I had taken over and it was like 2 a.m. And I was like, oh, we'll be out of Texas by, you know, sometimes sun comes up. We were still like not the middle, but upper. Like, no, we won't. Wow. So I was like, you know, I was trying to be a little bit of a speed demon and prove them wrong. Wow, wow. We were about 40 miles out, so that, that was like, that sucked because it just took forever because Texas is so big. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. Rob, uh, Mouse says, no sauce, Cole. He goes 14 hours to Houston, uh, 19 hours to Hull, Florida. Wow, wow. That, that's a lot. Wait, 19 hours what? From from Lardo? Lardo? Oh, yeah, Lardo. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That that's a lot to do. No, I, yeah. I give you guys credit. But the what? thing was, was I'm pretty sure it was me, Braden, and Billy, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure me and Braden got it done. And like sometimes, like everybody in the car is tired, and it's like everybody is just struggling to get through. Mm-hmm. We all made it pretty easily, I thought. Like, it was. A, that's what's really dope riding with Mouse. Right. Is me and him are both like good enough drivers to where. It's no longer like a struggle to get doing We both are like, I can get, I know I can go like six and a half hours. Mm-hmm. If I can go longer, I can go longer. I know, like, it, it just makes everything so. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> really? it, def- it definitely works when a bunch of you drive definitely together. So, wow. 
background. Kudos to you guys. Um, so let's bring back to like a little bit of basics. So where did the nickname Wild Heart come from? So I, I, it honestly just came from a combination of like my favorite, one of my favorite like quotes. And it's a uh, band, or not a band title, uh, an album title uh, for those who have heart. And like, there's a lot of things that tie into that. Uh, Wild heart just comes from the fact that I do a lot of crazy, stupid things. Um, I do demolition derbies for whatever reason, and I'm tearing my body up even faster than I already. Uh, just it's a it's something that has a personal meaning to me. Uh, something that a lot of people have connected to and like, and have actually kind of grasped onto, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the day, like it's it's a way of describing myself in a way that I don't have to fully like, I don't, I don't know. It's weird that like I can kind of tell somebody that and they can kind of watch me wrestle and they can kind of pick up. Like I put everything I have when I go into the ring, like I put like, I pretty much make myself an open book and try to express myself in the best way possible every time I wrestle. And I don't know. It's, it's something that I can't describe, but I can feel. Okay. No, that's good. That's good. That's why I wanted to ask about that. Um, so let's talk about the BSB brand. Okay. Let's talk about Big Stark's brand. And like, I want to know like what it means to you. I mean, we've had Mouse on. We've, ta- we've had Billy on. We talked about a little bit the, about it with them. So I'd love for you to, you know, tell us a little bit about what it means to you being a part of this. Uh, you know, it's really cool. Like, uh, BSB is, you know, started with Mouse being like, hey, like, give you a knee pad, German, whatever. And it's like, uh, and it just kind of like, for the, it's kind of like a whole bunch of like outcast losers, not losers, but like, it's not, we're not like a group. We don't have, we're not Team BSB. We're not on shows as Team BSB, but it's like, Hey, if you need a t-shirt guy, if you go to Mouse, Mouse can put you to any t-shirt guy. Or if you need connections or, hey, you want to know how to get your foot into the door this way to go help set up the ring, Mouse can probably like point you in the direction of. Or he can probably send you to me or Trey Lamar or other people. It's, it's an opportunity to create a network for people if they need it. Um, Mouse you know, has open sometimes at like 6 p.m. and he's offering people to come down to the train Louisville with them and he does sometimes we do like a bsb show like it's really cool because like it is a network for people if they want to help and get better like you have people like me and billy and trey lamar and alvin tate and lee moriarty and people like that like if you just probably ask them like hey like how do i get better at this like they might suggest something or they would at least be able to point you in the right direction I mean, it's a good way and a good avenue for people to network and connect. I'm an OG. Um, you know, Trey Lamar ain't. He, he came in a little bit later, but we still let him in, I guess. That's on else. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's like a big family. It really is. It's so cool to see and, like, to watch, like, you guys, like, you train with each other. Like, I follow you guys all over, like, on social, and I see, like, the photos, like, Billy will be training, or I'll see, like, the ring, you guys, like, practicing, and, like, you even said working with others that could, you know, elevate your craft 
with each other, which all help each other out, which is so nice. But even when you come out at shows, I like how how does that feel like seeing people, whether they're cutouts of like your face or flags that have the BSV brand like all over at the shows? Like it's got to be like an amazing, amazing feeling for you. It was pretty dope, honestly. Like the first, I, I've never personally had the like face on the stick thing, and that's cool because this is not a face you want to blow up, like put on a stick at all. Um, so I appreciate that, but it's really dope seeing like people have my entrance or like my entrance jacket. Like some people have that on in the front row, and, like that's really fucking sick. Um, or like they have the BSB flag. It's like. They're throwing up that flag because they know, like, I represent that. And they throw up that flag because they not only believe in me, but they believe in us and what we're trying to do. Have as much fun and get try to make anybody and everybody as better as possible. Yeah. Yeah, my best friend, Brad, which when you saw me at the last JCW show, he was wearing your jacket. I mean, yeah. I go back over 30 years uh with my friend brad and it's just so cool like him watching or like even like i'll go to his house and it's just, oh i got this new shirt or i got this new thing or whatever i like i saw his jacket i was like that's so sick that's such a great jacket like how did that come about so um he'll turn goods uh Riggs hit me up out of nowhere and he's like hey man um i know we don't really know each other uh i've had this idea i'm a graphic designer and i like merch he's like i had this jacket idea tell me what you think and i was like okay yeah like thinking he was going to work on it and send it to me in like you know a week or two or he might even forget about it and he's literally sent me over the files of like my jacket besides like two or three things and i was like yo what the fuck <laughs> he goes yeah like he's like uh we're gonna sell these and he's like you can use it for your entrances and like we worked out a whole deal and I was like, yo, let's, yeah, let's, let's rock and roll. Like, what are we, what are we talking about here? You know what I mean? Oh, wow. So, so that's kind of how that developed. And, uh, it's a cool, it, it just came out of nowhere and he does a lot of good merch work. Uh, like go follow his uh, Twitter. It's I think at heel turn goods. It's really good quality. Like, Anybody that bought the jacket jacket can tell you like yeah. it's often breathable and it's really good quality. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe we might have a, a like a version two sometimes. That, that's awesome. Yeah, I definitely we were definitely talking about that. We were outside in Ridgefield uh, Park, in New Jersey. Uh, being Brad, I was like, this is really nice. And he had said exactly the same things that you said. He's like, it's light, it's great. Like, you know, those are like very important things of quality that I think a lot of fans look for. Um, yeah. than me. So it is really like a nice, nice uh, jacket to have, especially like fall time and even like now in the heat and stuff. So that's so great. Um, so another question that I always like to ask, um, I like to ask uh, the wrestlers that come on here to recommend a match that if a fan's never seen you wrestle before, what is the go to match that they should go watch? No. <laughs> <laughs> Man, honestly, I really, really enjoyed my matches with Braden Lee at GCW Ashes to Ashes. Um, I really enjoyed my match with Matt Mikowski. I think it was uh, a great summer, or some. It was the JCW show. Oh, the Dear Summer. Yeah, Dear Summer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, sorry, the Great American Bash. I wrestled Yoya. Yeah. 
so I just mixed the names. But yeah, Dear Summer versus Matt Mikowski was a real good one. Yeah. I really liked my match with KTB at Offs of the Races. Um, yeah, like, I really... I'm not saying I'm having really good matches, but I feel like I'm having the best matches in a consistent basis as of late. So, honestly, like, those three matches probably would be the ones I'd recommend. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Cody Jen's in the chat from NFW. Shout out to you. He said BSV is taking over. It really is. It's so nice to see that all over wherever like promotions that like you go to you see it's like even watching on tv it looks it looks cool and i love when you guys like go in front of the flags like the photos like it's it's so cool that's why like the photographers like mouse and earl and chris are just some of the photographers that are out there that like what you provide to see these gorgeous photos up on social and you know, like, you guys are so important to everybody so i can't thank you guys enough as well um, so since you were bringing up JCW, let's talk about Battle Bowl because I was there. Uh, I talked about this with Charlie Tiger last night, which we'll get into as well. Uh, but you got to team up with Dylan McKay and you won over Jimmy Lloyd and Steve Sanders. And then you got entered into the Battle Bowl. So let's let's talk about this, like your experience, what you were thinking, any, anything your mind goes to. Honestly, it was really like it's such a different concept. I wrestled against Dylan McKay once all the way last August in Indy in like a scramble match. So like I've never really teamed with him or anything like that. So I was like, hey man, really appreciate it if you don't screw this up for me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it was really fun. Like the the whole the drawing, the the, the battle royal at the end, even though you know I didn't win. Uh it was like it's such a cool concept and it keeps it different like it was very interesting to be a part of you know what i mean yeah it was a different concept like something that you haven't really saw me and mlj talked about that that it was just different and that this will be probably something that they'll do every year yeah it's cool just like like it's cool to like you know staying inside the lines but sometimes like doing something different about and like have a battle ball instead of like hey hey we're just going to announce a throwing together tag team tournament right ah, do it we're having a battle ball <laughs> yeah no definitely i'm looking for i had so much fun at that show i know you and me had talked after as well it was just it was just a fun show i love dylan dylan's one of my favorites like he's he's great so it was nice to see you guys and like your work like i said you worked jimmy lloyd and you worked steve standers and then like all the craziness that happened in the bowl after really really fun stuff love it love it oh, over yeah. there um, so let's talk about the fact that I'm from New York, right? And obviously, I mean, we have a pandemic, you know, had gone on, screwed up a lot of things in New York and there's like, you know, a bunch of promotions in New York, but I find myself in New Jersey a lot. All right. So, but outside, you know, it's funny. So I'm aware of that and I do watch some stuff on, you know, IWTV and fight and, you know, and it, it's nice because I feel like I got to know you because of like jcw uh and gcw uh but i also love black label pro uh, so let's talk a little bit about that like iwa south black label pro like any of like your experiences with with those amazing companies as well yeah it's like are you talking like mainly like the mid-western yeah let's on? talk about like yeah midwest yeah absolutely so like uh paradigm pro is what i would probably call my midwest home um it is where I have been the Paradigm Pro Heavyweight Champion. They have done the 
they're no, most known for probably having the UWFI tournaments. Um, they have a big show coming up, I believe, October 15th in Indianapolis. Uh, I've been there for about three and a half years, give or take. Uh, they do really good. They do. They do. They work. They they have a lot of a lot of shows. Yeah. Uh, I've been lucky enough to work for freelance wrestling a lot lately uh, in Chicago. They they're pretty much always you know giving me opportunities to come up and just work with people and learn and get better with my uh, my skill sets. Um, and New Wave Pro and Terra Hope like. That's where I trained out of, you know, that's where I developed my skills and I, I really learned to be a wrestler. And I'm lucky enough to be able to go back there every now and then and work with some of the new students. And, and I'm not I'm not like a veteran or anything like that by any means, um, but just being able to be six years in and help somebody out and then, you know, help them get a little bit better is pretty cool to me right. um, if I can help them get better. If not, at least they can learn not what not to do from me, at least, right? <laughs> um, uh, I'm sanctioned pro in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, that's, I'm the current. Right. <sighs> yeah, I was gonna, that was going to be my next question. I was going to ask you that you're the unsanctioned pro champ, you know, that you beat Everett Cross, who I love dearly. Like, <laughs> I mean, if I do. Yes, look at that beauty. Look at that beauty. And Derek is amazing, like. We've had he's him on okay. the podcast. He's okay. He's okay. <laughs> I gotta get to one of those shows. That that I promise. Look, look at that. Also, the current new Texas Pro Lone Star. Yes. This belt is dangerous because I might stab somebody with one of those door ends. Look how gorgeous. Yeah, like I'm. I'm very, very grateful and very lucky to be able to work with a lot of Midwestern promotions. As you know, this is my home, and I take a lot of pride in Midwest. Um, like being able to work at Freelance and uh, Paradigm, and New Wave, and Unsanctioned Pro, yeah. and RPW, and GCW, JCW, and just on a consistent basis, and having the, a lot of cool opportunities coming up and being able to go down to Texas like I've made yeah. and being able to make my debut in the Pacific Northwest when I beat the shit out of Sonico in a couple of weeks. Like, there's a lot of cool things I'm looking forward to. Right, right. Nah, it, it, it's so cool. And the fact of, like I said, me uh, wasn't 100 like very big onto the Midwest because of the fact that I see here I am in New York and everybody always assumes like, Oh, New York has like the best. And I was like, I always find myself in Jersey and there's a million promote. And it's so hard. It's so hard to keep up with everybody. But I do love, again, like my appreciation for GCW, JCW is like Brett brings in like a bunch of like new talent. And I'm like, Ooh, I did like, I brought up like black label pro. Like I'm so glad like black label pro is coming back. Uh, and soon and they're gonna have this weekend actually and we're gonna see them live again that was another promotion that like Alex Zane and Blake Christian that I adored watching at those promotions and Unsanctioned Pro and Black Label Pro are definitely on like my bucket list of that I must travel to so hopefully one day like I get to come down so you know maybe you guys could show me around over in the Midwest uh, I would love to get over there but it's it's so great um, yeah. Uh, Black Label Pro has a lot of good talent on their shows, and it's really exciting to be able to see them come back, and I'm looking forward to watching you. Yeah. But, like, it's awesome because anytime that they ever have a show, like, Mikey likes to stack it up and 
always a really it's a banger of a show every time right and recap stuff's honestly not gonna be any different yeah yeah definitely uh, so let's talk h2o because h2o has been a huge home for the no holds barred network and obviously it's a soft spot for me uh, and let's talk about how wonderful sean henderson is <laughs> like i love him to death so and let's talk about your match with marcus matters which was such a banger so i'd love to see you work more of the h2o students in the in the future like definitely but so how, how's it been like working over there like i i love going over there um like being able to work with marcus mathers is you know he's a second generation wrestler and he's very very talented but there's some things he doesn't know just yet and there's only some things you can show somebody when you're in there right. um, sometimes you gotta hit somebody in the ear You guys uh, killed me during your match, by the way. Like, Marcus, Marcus was, like, on my lap at one point with you. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? I'm a, I'm a target, like, for you guys. Like, I swear to God. I think you guys do it on purpose. That, like, you just, like, <laughs> all this fun stuff. Uh, Sean Patrick O'Brien, shout out to you. He's in the chat. He goes, much love to my bro. Proud of you, Cole. Hi, Sean. <laughs> Yeah. Sean's been got, on, on, he's, he's a good guy you're another one making waves as well he's put on the network if you guys haven't catched that interview go back on the under the rope series and go check that out as well um, so I have a couple of fan tweets from from some fans so this one's good cop bad cop he goes has Cole Radrick ever been rad Rick rolled <laughs> yeah all that um, I've been Rick rolled I don't know what getting rad Rick rolled is so you're gonna say no but I've been Rick Rule definitely multiple. Oh my god, okay. He loves messing with everybody uh, on on the podcast. Oh, well, speaking of which, let me go backtrack. Let me backtrack that I had Charlie Tiger on last night, and I had asked him, because I was talking about all the upcoming talent that was was coming up, and I wanted to know who he would like to work with, and you came up, obviously. And he said that he wouldn't win because you, you wouldn't <laughs> get up from a headbutt of his. So, would you like to rebuttal off of that? He thinks he could land a headbutt on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead, say what you were going to say. No? Nothing? Okay. So no, I mean... He wants to try. You can't fuck around and find out. Oh, okay. I'm for this. Like, let's make this happen. Like, you know, maybe we'll see. Let me know. All nah. right. <laughs> How we doing? <laughs> I love it. All right. You know what? Before I go into the next question, since I brought that up with him. All right. So again, um, so much upcoming talent, right? Obviously, like you, the, the possibilities are always endless and there's always new students coming up. Um, has there anybody that has caught your eye that you would love to work with? Um, honestly, I just want to wrestle the best out there. I just want to prove that uh, in that ring against anybody on any given night, I'm one of the best wrestlers out there. Um, it may not be true now, if you don't believe it, that's understandable, but I think that I have all the potential in the world. Uh, and that's not me being cocky. I'm just really, really confident that I could be something cool. Uh, but for rest specific people, um, honestly, uh, 
couple out there. Uh, Edith is real. Uh, I think that'd be a good fun match. I'd like to run it back with Jordan Oliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Zane would be a great one. Uh, um, Dylan McKay one-on-one. I know we just teamed. Yeah. Uh, and Jimmy Lloyd one-on-one. I know he's not a new talent. He's yeah. Jimmy's been for a while. But I think there's a lot of interesting matchups out there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot, again. It's like a loaded question, but I like to kind of see where people's uh, minds go uh, with all, like, upcoming talent of the possibilities of, of wrestling. Uh, okay, so this is going to be a, a fun kind of comment that I was told. Uh, so <laughs> get ready for this one. So this one was meant to be anonymous. So, they, so I was uh, told that you wrestled G-Raver at an AWR event, and <laughs> the camera work was the best work ever. Would you like to elaborate on the best work ever. <laughs> Sorry, I was told to phrase it like that. So, <laughs> your face explains like everything no, of the situation. I don't want it to be a negative thing towards AWR. Like that's. <laughs> I think even Gary would admit that he wishes the camera yeah. and the light thing else for that match would be a thousand times better. I think me and both would agree on that. Yeah. Honestly, like, I've done, I think I've done, I think I counted it, like, 12 death matches. But, like, anytime I do them, I try to make the ones that I'm in count because, like, I'm not trying to disrespect the art form. Like, I've wanted to do them since I've started. Like, J.C. Bailey was the first independent wrestler that I got into, and he was a hybrid deathmatch wrestler, and I've always seen myself as not a deathmatch guy, but a guy who is willing to go into deathmatches. Like, that was, like, probably my first, like, real notable one. I guess a notable, like, guy, and then just the camera work not, or the cameras just not being the best. Yeah. Uh, Like, they they didn't even have the Rome cam. They only had a hard cam, and even then, like, the lighting is, like, half half out, so it just kind of sucks, but... It is what it is. Um, I got permanent scars on my butt because of it. Uh, it was a fun time. Um, and yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I ain't here to bury nobody. Like. Oh, no, no, they- no, no. It wasn't. We weren't burying. We were just having some laughs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no. It was, it was, it was a laughing uh, comment that was said to me. So, no, no. So. <laughs> All right, so let's let's move on. Uh, so, do you have any pre-match rituals? Honestly, like I just really focus on not thinking. Mm-hmm. Like I just just try to be as empty, and, like hollow, and just like I kind of just walk around. I'll put my hands in my pocket of the jacket and just kind of like kind of just stir and just sit in my and be in my own little world. And then like sometimes I'll just like. I have a song in my head and I'll just kind of like sing it and hum it to myself yeah or myself and then like by the time I go out there like I always take a little like half step breath and then I hit the curtain okay okay uh so the like another question I like to always ask is you know like you're still like new in like you've been around and like you know you've been in a bunch of different types again like singles uh tag team you know so is there a type of match 
that you would love to work that's like on your bucket list that you haven't done? And like, I really want to do like a legit DLC match. That'd be um, Oh, so who would you work with and who would it be against? Uh, Nothing? This guy. No? Uh, that's like, it would just be like when it would make sense or something like that. Um, anything where like stuff can be chaotic and unpredictable, like I would always want to try that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, a gauntlet match, that'd be kind of sweet. Like and where I get to start at the front and see what I can do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so what are some things you like to do when you're not in the squared circle? Build derby cars. Um, oh, how cool. Work out. Honestly, about 90% of what I do. Uh, sometimes me and my girlfriend will go out to the state park or we'll go out and do something. But I honestly just work out, derby cars, watch wrestling, watch MMA, and play video games. Okay, okay. Uh, what's some goals that you would love to hit within wrestling? Um, I think within a year, I would really, really like to just be working three times a week every weekend. I'm, and I'm pretty busy as it is now, but, uh, which honestly, it's, it would be attainable, you know, non-COVID barring anything. Uh, I don't know. I really want to like establish myself as a guy. Mm -hmm. I want people to know that anytime I'm on a show, like it's going to be one of the best matches on the card. Like I want people, whenever they see my name on the marquee, to get excited. You want to be like, oh, Cole Rogers on the show? I'm buying a ticket. And I, there are some people like that, and I appreciate all those people because I see you and I appreciate your support. I, I'm, I want it all, man. I want the world. <laughs> you do it. Like I said, you've been, you've been extremely killing it. And Cody said in the chat, Oliver versus Radrick too. I need to make some moves. I see hashtag NFW. <laughs> so love it. Love to see it. Uh, so I have one final question for you and then we'll go into what's coming up for you. And uh, if you guys have any other questions, please drop them into the chat. Uh, but I love to ask, like, for any inspiring and amateur wrestlers out there, what's a piece of advice that you would give? The old, the old adage is still saying, there's more. Just learning about what that means. Uh, eyes and ears open, mouth shut, is, especially when you're new. It sounds like a bullying tactic, and I'm sorry if it comes across that way, but just listening to experienced wrestlers talk about their match and how they structure and why they're doing certain things at a certain time are so vital to a popping in cars with people. Like, I can't tell you how many times it's just been me, Mouse, and Billy going to, you know, and we have two open spots for anybody that wants to get in the car. Or sometimes we have an open spot and like somebody just wants to go with us, but they, they don't want to drive. And even then, that's fine. Like, get in cars and travel. Like, don't be afraid to get out of your circle. Like, like, if somebody's telling you, "Hey, don't travel," they're probably, unless they have like a legitimate reason, they're 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 probably just stuck in their their way. Like, I've had so many people when I first started tell me like, "Hey, man, like you're just gonna you're wasting." 
telling like you need to wrestle at this show that's 30 minutes from your house and it's like yeah but i could also set up connections for a year from now if i'm really dope that i can go wrestle in jersey or i can go wrestle in tennessee or i can go wrestle in chicago or or illinois or you know Chicago's in illinois broad illinois ohio like there's so much wrestling out there. do not limit to yourself where you're at um Try and just be as cool as you can to people. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Uh, just do your best. Don't fuck. No, that's 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 definitely great advice. Um, I love it because there's always. I'm hmm. nobody at the end of the day. That's not true. Stop. You're but not I'm, nobody. Grand scheme of like professional wrestling, I'm still my teeth and I get that but like that is what I would that's what I that's what I would still tell myself if I was you know so breaking no it's it's any advice is always like great advice like I said there's always fans I mean I just got a message earlier uh that was sent to me about uh my wrestling with positivity video with some of the stuff that I had did and one of the wrestlers was speaking about uh, his story and there was like oh I want to be a wrestler and it's one of my fans um, so I love I love asking that with anybody that comes onto this podcast because again you never know who you're inspiring um, so I can't thank you enough for like coming here and giving like great advice to all these fans that again maybe they are training maybe they're looking to get into training and want to do what you do and again you're killing it you're you're amazing you're all over the place like yeah, you know, keep, keep keep doing what you're doing so uh, with yeah. that being said, let's talk about you are a busy, busy man. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. Let's talk about like some of the stuff you got going. I'm, pr I'm probably sure I didn't even hit everything that you have coming up here. So why don't you tell us like what's some stuff that's coming up that people can watch you at or if they can go to the shows itself. And see you. So this Thursday, uh, tomorrow, I'll be at GCW Detroit Wrestling Alley Catch. Uh, Friday night, I'll be at Freelance Wrestling. Sorry, I know I'm going to be looking this way a lot. My calendar's over there. It's going to help us both. This Friday night, I'll be at Freelance Wrestling, and I'm teaming with Billy and Marcus Mathers to wrestle Davey Bang, August Matthews, and Chris Castro. Um, then uh, September 11th, I will be in Columbus, Ohio for Paradigm Pro UWFI. I think Ohio Wrestling Association Paradigm Pro are doing a joint show for that. Um, see here. Ooh. Like you got NFW and Gary J in October at NFW because yeah. I have yeah. that one. NFW, that's I think the 16th of October. Yes. October 16th, I'll be at Paradigm. Uh, I'll be in New York City uh, coming up for the uh, the. Coming up soon, I'll also be at New Tech Pro on September 25th, and I'll be in Washington September 5th. Yeah. So that's three states in four days. You're going to need a lot of, like, coffee <laughs> or an energy drink. And the thing is, is I just now got into coffee. So. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> As he sips his drink. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, there you go. Coffee. Got to need that H2O. Um, so tell everybody where they can find you if they want to follow you, support you, where they can buy your merch. Yeah, absolutely. So I do have a what a maneuver. Um, it, it, 
look up Cole Radrick in the search bar. You should be able to find that. Ready issue shirts. I also believe I got my uh, my Wild Heart Dale design up as well. Uh, be cool. Go cop one. Uh, I also am on social medias at at Cole Radrick, C O L E R A D R I C K. Um, I just hit six K followers on Twitter. You know, big deal. I got like almost three thousand on Instagram. So if you're watching this and you want to go give me a follow on Instagram. That's pretty cool too. And yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. All those links are in the description below. Go give some love. Go give some support. Go buy some merch. Go go bother him at the shows. Go do some meet and greets. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty boring. I know. <laughs> I'm pretty plain, especially at shows. But if you want to come talk to me, if you want to buy, you know, some stickers or an eight by ten, I probably have some on me. And you just, or if you just want to come talk and shoot the shit, what's up? Nah, that's it's so good. Like I have like some of those friends that get like so nervous to go talk to. I was one of those people many moons ago, and now here I am bothering everybody, uh, which is great. And I love seeing even like the kids. I mean, I saw, um, yeah, I brought one of my friend's kids, the one that has cerebral palsy over to you. Uh, she yeah. loves guys. Like she just, she'll walk away from the girls, but she loves guys. It's the most funniest thing to watch. Like she just like walked past. It's like, oh, a guy. Okay, let me go over there. <laughs> so it's it's great. And again, like it's great stuff that you guys do, even for like people like me and, and people like that. It's just keep killing it in the wrestling scene. Appreciate again. that. I, Absolutely. I didn't say it, like I'm glad that we were able to do this. Yeah. You know, you, you had told me that you had talked to Mouse and the Billy and the Marcus. Yeah. Obviously, cool with them. Probably cool with me. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I love it. I'm so glad that you came on again. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. So, and I'll definitely see you soon. I'll see you at one of the shows. I just, I'm hoping, I'm waiting for another JCW show to come up, but I will definitely be at the NFW show. So you'll see me backstage. Maybe we'll do some stuff backstage for the Indie Talk series on the No Holds Barred Network as well. So you guys uh, make sure you're subscribed to No Holds Barred Network. So, I guess that is going to conclude our episode today, guys. So, Cole, thank you again so much for joining us and chatting with us today. Uh, keep killing it. So, and guys, stay safe, support independent wrestling and all that fun stuff. And we will talk to you guys soon. Have a good night.